Hey guys, this is Emma from The Horse Cure, the podcast for those of us who know that horses really are the cure for all that ails you. Here we are with Amy Hoffman Allman, who shares her adoption story about Boss Man. Boss Man came to Amy through New Vocations Racehorse Adoption. I'm excited to share Amy's story with you because it tells that side of the horse-human relationship that can be a challenge and what an awesome blessing a challenge can be. All horses, like all of us, are different. And when you get that great fit, well, nothing could be better. Amy talks about her opinionated gelding that is the perfect teammate for her. Well, Amy, good. Thank you. Thank you again. Um, I want to talk to you about why rescue and adoption is close to your heart. Why have you chosen to rescue or adopt horses? Well, in my opinion, there's uh, far too much breeding going on. And when you rescue one, I'm looking at it in the aspect of the horses needing a home. There was a purpose at one point in their life, but now they're maybe discarded because they're no longer worthy in somebody's eyes. Now, I do realize there are horses that come in a situation where, you know, financial hardship or a death in the family or something, but most of the rescues are horses that are not wanted anymore to somebody. I want to try to spread that word that that horse is worthy of your love and attention. So when did you first get into either rescuing or adopting? When did that come on your radar and why? Um, it was somewhere around early of last year. So that would be what, January-ish of 2017. I was in a position where I really wasn't wanting to get another horse. I had one at home at the time. I was still working full-time, but I knew that I needed another horse for him as far as a partner or whatever. And as time went on and I started doing some research and looking, I'm like, you know, I, I think I really want to get back into one and get competitive or do something riding-wise and not just have a partner for my other horse. So then I started doing some research at different rescues to see what I wanted to lean towards. Are you a new vocations adopter? I think you are, aren't you? I am, Okay. Yes. So what was it about new vocations that drew you in? The quality of their horses and because they weren't looking at making all this money off the person that's adopting the horse. You know, mm -hmm. they they get their funds and help from those who are giving up their horses, mm -hmm. whether it be the owner, you know, of the racehorse or whatnot, they would surrender, that's the word I'm looking for, surrender these horses to them to help them find the right horse. So I felt like they were a quality rescue that really did their homework, so to speak. Sure. So yeah. what has mm -hmm. the process been like for you? Did you know what you were look, looking for going in? Um, did you shop like I do all the time on no vacations and say, oh, yeah. I want them all? Or, you know, did you talk with one all. of their reps or something? How did that work for you? I knew exactly what I was looking for okay. because before I decided to go through a rescue, living here in Florida, we don't have a whole lot of standard bred training centers or racetracks to go to, but I visited every single one of them in the state of Florida because okay. I thought, well, I'm just going to go to them firsthand and go, hey, I'm looking for a horse. Do you have one I can have? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, why not? Yeah. You know, trying to get one directly like, hey, you know, here's my, my credentials, here's my references, whatever. And I, I found out that they had a lot of very young horses, and most of them weren't what I was looking for. So when I kind of gave them a description, they're like, you know, okay, good luck, lady. <laughs> so then I started looking at the rescues online, and when I ran across new locations, I already had in mind what I was looking for. I mean, almost to a T. 
what I was looking for. And, and some people say, don't be so scrutinized or detailed on what you want because the right one calls to you. And I believe that to a certain degree, but you still shouldn't settle. You know what you're looking for, but at the same time, yeah, there is a certain one that calls your name. So tell me in your latest circumstance, what were you looking for and how did you find your babe? <laughs> well, because after doing research online as far as different pedigrees and, and looks and build and athleticism, I knew what to look for as far as that. So when I went online and I'm looking at the different horses that they have available and they give a very, very good detailed description on the horse's personality, their, their build, their size, their um, training level, why they didn't make it on the track and so forth. So I'm looking for this particular horse being a bay, a big bay gelding, I preferred, uh, 16, 16 plus hands, athletic. I love chrome, mm-hmm. but my biggest thing that I had to have on a Santa bread was the Roman nose. I to do me, love that. It is classic standard bread, the, isn't it? Thank you. With the standard breads, I think it just gives that look of nobility. Mm-hmm. It gives look of the old breeding, the characteristic of this this guy's got class. And some people say, oh, that's the big old jug head, ugly head, and I totally disagree. I agree I, with you. That was that was a characteristic I was not going to waver from. I, he has to have a Roman nose. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking and I'm looking. and I also was kind of leaning towards the trotters. Mm-hmm. Because I felt with my experience with the standard breads, I felt that the trotters were easy to teach the canner. Mm-hmm. The pacers have a tendency to fall back into the pace. So I kept, you know, disregarding the, the pacers, not, not even looking twice at them. My guy that I ended up with came across the page, and I really liked the way he looked. And, and I was looking at his description, and I'm like, wow, I really like this. And I'm like, but he's a pacer. So I passed him up. And a few months later, he came back on the radar again. And I'm like, hey, look at this guy, not realizing I had seen him one time before. Sure. And I'm looking at him again. I said, well, let me look at his video. And I'm like, wow, I really like this guy. This is <laughs> this guy's got potential. Well, as soon as I saw his bloodlines, I'm like, sold. I not get on the phone fast enough. I couldn't email her enough. I emailed her again. I kept calling and leaving messages. <laughs> this guy is mine. He's mine. He's mine. <laughs> Please don't adopt him. <laughs> and this is a this is almost a year that I went through because they'll hold your application for a year. Okay. So if you don't, you know, find something within a year, well, you just reapply is what you're doing in case something changes, you know, home-wise sure. or location or something like that. But pretty much your application is good for the year. Okay. So I was coming up within a couple of weeks of expiring. So that's how long I took. But you, you knew what you wanted. Absolutely. Yes. And then when they called you, were you like, eek, this is so exciting? Yes, because we had already talked a couple of times before because... I felt like with new vocations, they were really good about not only asking the right questions on the application, but they also asked the right questions when they talked to you on the phone. Mm-hmm. They really wanted to get to know you and what you're looking for and what is it that you got to have and why and all that kind of stuff. So they really, you know, it wasn't just a black and white question. They really got into a lot of um, detailed information. And I thought, wow, you know, they really care about where these horses go and really try to match them up. And she even said when we talked the first time, yeah, I don't have anything in our in our uh, barn yet that 
match what you're looking for. But, you know, we'll keep looking. Horses come in all the time. And she had mentioned him on her second call, but said, I know you're not looking for a pacer. And I said, yeah, I saw him. And I just kind of went up. And she said, okay, you know what? I understand. I don't want to push him on you. Sure. And he then got adopted out to somebody else in that time frame. So when he came back on their website, it's because he came back to their program he was way too much horse for the girl that got him. Okay. I don't know if communication got whatever or, and he's a handful, (laughs) (laughs) but he's right up my alley. I I love a challenge and he's right up my alley. I love that they are so willing to, you know, we want him back. If this isn't a fit for you, let us know. We want it to be a fit. I love that about them. Absolutely. I mean, and they kept stressing that going, you know, this guy is this, because but she, she kept telling me, she goes, I, I can tell by our conversations and your experience, she says, and I did call your references, and they were all like, oh, yeah, you don't know. This girl loves a challenge, and, she, <laughs> and she's up for it, and she can handle it. Awesome. And I can because I've been on a lot of horses that test you, and, and being in the Mountain Patrol, we go through a lot of stuff. So, And he still, till this day, it's been a little over a year and a half, and he still test me and he's still full of himself (laughs) the best description of him is he's very opinionated and he's very theatrical and (laughs) (laughs) he came with the name sporty but he has been renamed boss man because (laughs) he thinks he's in charge (laughs) he thinks he's it (laughs) i love it so is Uh, he yeah is he a mounted patrol horse with you no, I'm no longer with the Mount of Patrol. That's been okay. about two years now since I've been away from them. Yeah. Okay. What type of riding are you yeah. doing with your boy? Um, he is doing the cross country. Oh, we this do, is so cool. Um, yeah, he, he does a little bit of the dressage only for the um, the discipline of it. It's just good foundation for any anything that you do. I don't care mm-hmm. if you ride English or Western. Just dressage is just a good ground, sure. so to speak. So it's something that not only he needed, but I truly needed. And so we're kind of going into this together because I've ridden Western all my life. So this is new for me as well. And then doing the cross country, it's been that inner child. I was going on 49 years old and I decided, let's do cross country. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But like you said, you like a challenge. Let's change it up completely. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So, um, and we just have fun. I can't afford it to be too competitive so I do a lot of the schooling shows mm-hmm. and I volunteer at a lot of the recognized shows that they have down here which is often and I volunteer at them and by doing that they also allow you to come back at the showgrounds at whatever time that they have a lot during the year and you can come back in school you earn your schooling you know, fee. On, yeah you, yeah you don't have to come and pay or whatever that that's they allow awesome. you to school on the course and just go out there and have fun so that's what we do and he loves it we gallop through the woods on a regular basis i love this and, i mean the first time i rode him out in the woods i didn't know this guy i didn't have anybody to ride with i came to him and said come on let's go let's go and i get i get impatient so i'm like <laughs> all right i'm just gonna take him so i took him out there and his ears were up and he was ready and like let's go and still till this day we go into a, a section of woods it's fairly popular. There's a lot of hikers. There's a lot of people on bicycles. And we'll be galloping along, and all of a sudden, here comes somebody, and he don't even hardly acknowledge them. He's like, I, I got stuff to do. Let's, yeah. Let's go. So not only does he not spook of them, most of the time he doesn't even look their way. That's awesome. He's just like, 
I'm focused. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so we remain to stay out in the woods by ourselves because now most people can't keep up with us. <laughs> They're like, hey, you want to go trail riding? And I'm like, um, I don't trail ride. I do a lot of like long trotting and galloping. And they're like, oh, no. Like, okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> So, so I go out by myself a lot. <laughs> what was it? Was it difficult to get him to pick up the canter or was he pretty willing to make it happen? Um, not too much. I have a trainer friend of mine that does rain cow horse, believe it or not. Oh, cool. Which is such a funny thing about our collaboration of backgrounds. He's, he's <laughs> a rain cow horse trainer. I used to be a barrel racer, worked in mounted patrol, and my horse is a pacer, harness race are off the track. So I'm like, yeah, we're all coming together. <laughs> I love it. That is so yeah. cool, though. So we have a, a quite a kaleidoscope of um, <laughs> history going on. Awesome. So it wasn't too difficult because like reining horses and dressage horses, there's a lot of lateral training going on. So getting your horse to move its body in the direction that you want it to go, however fast you want it to go, and how far you want it to go is all the foundation work that we developed long before I really started to ask him. Okay. So once I did start asking him, it was in the round pen, kind of that four circle, mm -hmm. and not worried about direction. So I'm not trying to steer him at the same time I'm trying to get him to pick it up. So when he did, it could have been a stride or two and lots of praise, lots of praise. And if he broke gate, no big deal, I'll ask you again. Mm -hmm. And he'll actually pick up a canner from the walk. 10 times easier than he will the trot. That's too funny. Yeah. But he's like, I got this. We've already done one dressage test. And the ju judge was like, is your horse gated? And I said, he, he's a standard bird off the track. And she goes, I was wondering because I could see something there, but I wasn't mm -hmm. quite sure. So the fact that she really couldn't pin it yeah. and say for sure he was a standard bred. And she goes, I'm really impressed at how well he picked up the canner and, and how rounded he was in his canner. And that was our first test. Good boy. I was very proud of him. I was very proud of him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love to hear this, Amy. This is mm -hmm. wonderful. Horses sometimes don't go the direction we think they're going to go, but the direction we go together is really amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And from what I'm told, when he was on the track, he kind of was very inconsistent and just, you know, he'd win one and then he'd kind of be in the middle of the field for a while and then he'd come second and then he'd be last and then he'd be in the middle of the field. And he raced for three and a half years and he only had like three wins, a few seconds. I mean, so nothing outrageous to say we need to keep this guy on the track. Mm -hmm. And from what I'm told from some friends of mine who are harness trainers, they told me with his bloodlines that these people probably thought he's in there somewhere. He's in there somewhere. We just got to right. keep at it. We got to keep at it. Sure. So he stayed on there longer than most of them probably would with those kind of stats. So he's a little driven. He wants to, you know, lead the man. He wants to be in charge. He's got that, you know, hardcore, you know, let's do this kind of attitude, which I love. Right. I love that about him. Standard breds yeah. are hardworking horses. They want to work. Oh, they do. They so want to please so bad. And that's the thing that with him being inconsistent, when I first got him, and really still till now, he is not the easiest horse to get to know. Just about the time I got him figured out, he'll change it up on me. <laughs> 
you know, it's almost like he knows. I'm like, dude, what what are you doing? <laughs> no complacency I I here. You. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I want to be a step ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great exactly. story, Amy. I love this. Thank you. Yeah. I'm looking at him in the field right now, and I'm like, that's my boy Aww. out there. Such a babe. I I just love it. I love when people are are so excited about the horse they have, you know, because it is okay if you it's okay if your horse isn't the, you know, ideal like, well, I wanted to do this. And so I went and purchased and bred and 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 did all these things to get this specific horse that I want. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's nice when when you can look at another horse that isn't quite what ideal might look like. But it turns out that he is. And that's awesome. Exactly, exactly. Because I tell people, you know, here I had stereotype trotter versus pacer, Mm -hmm. and he ended up being right up my alley and worked out perfect for me. I have another one that I just got maybe about three months ago, and he's not a keeper. I'm just giving him some purpose because he was out in the field for seven or eight years, and nothing was done to him. So he is the trotter, and he's actually being more difficult about picking up the canner (laughs) than my other guy. I'm like, wait a minute, this is backwards. Right, right. But, you know, that's such a gift that what you're giving that horse too. training is is so important and it doesn't have to be fancy and high buck, but horses have to be messed with and worked and yeah, giving them those those manners and that respectfulness and and understanding and communication and and all of that. I just that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, with this second horse, he's got the very sweet, you know, in your pocket kind of personality. He's got that, I want to please, and oh, let's do something. When my other guy is, like I said, he's obnoxious, <laughs> and he's kind of hard for, and my trainer goes, man, I really like this this new guy. Maybe you ought to sell boss man. I'm looking at him like, you need to bite your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> boss man is not going anywhere. <laughs> no, no. No, no. Y'all can love the new guy all you want to. That just makes him more sellable. That's right. He's yours. Just give <laughs> you know, me some money. You know, he's more homeable. Yes. And that's good. You know, y'all yeah. just, y'all be hating on my new, my, my boss man. That's okay. Cause he's mine. <laughs> Oh, Amy, that's, that's so good. That horse has a lovely forever home. He's working hard and he's able to be him and you guys are loving it. I love this. Yes. Good. Well, and just recently he had something come up that really, it was like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking something never happens to you. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have a home. I don't care if I can't ride you. I don't care if you don't, you know, the superstar on the course or whatever. I said, you're not going anywhere. You're, you're mine. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. can, can a bigger gift be given to a horse? And I don't think so. I really no, don't. I, I think, don't that's, think so. that is a gift. It just is. And for both of you, gosh, horses are the coolest. Absolutely. Uh, I know. I mean, <laughs> I know. And I keep telling people, you know, you don't have to have six. You don't have to have eight. You don't have to have ten. You, you can have that one special horse that you give him the love and, and attention that he deserves. Mm-hmm. And so many people want to bite off more than they can chew. You know, I want to say all these horses. It's like, just spread the word or, you know, do a yeah. little something to help towards it. But you don't have to take them all in, you know? Right. That, and that is water. hard. It is. But it is. like you but, said, you, you got to be able to. They have to realize, yeah, you gotta what do they your best. can afford and. 
Yeah, it, it's very easy to say, well, I'll just take all of them. But, you know, we yeah. can't do that. We can't do that. We can do our very best with what we've got. And that's awesome. It's a huge gift. Absolutely. You're so welcome. I'm, I'm so glad to be a part of this. And, and you know, thank you for calling. Yes. Um, I love to spread the word about this. I think it's just a great thing. And more people need to pay attention and give that, that horse that needs a home a chance yep. and do something with them. Yep, there's you know, there are a lot of great horses out there. Oh my goodness, yes, and and that's the picture that some people are painted that they think these rescued horses are no good. They yeah. think something's wrong with them. They think, oh well, they're all lame, or they're all old, or they're bronx. I'm like, no, no, no. No, I mean, they're not like that. They're right. not like that at all. There, there are a few. Most of them aren't. Yeah, they, they just need a home. You can find yeah. that horse that, you know, if, if what you want is a 21-year-old, you know, broken down, just going to be a pasture pet and live out his years. Those horses yeah. are out there, and that's a gift to give them a good home. But there are also horses who need a second career. They desire that. They're five, and their life has just begun, you know, and they're out there. Exactly. and they're, That yeah. is awesome. So I really appreciate yeah. your time, Amy. Thank you so much. And I'm just excited. Oh, you're welcome. This is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yes, thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate Okay. Thank you, Amy. This story is so encouraging. Making the effort to work with what you've got and learning to love it. That sounds like a life goal to me. Thanks again, Amy and Bossman. If you'd like to learn more about adoption through New Vocations, check out our show notes. If adoption is an option for you, please research your options and the Horse Cure will help. We'll have great information highlighting the groups our guests have worked through on their adoption journey. Thank you for listening to the Horse Cure Podcast, the podcast for those of us who know that horses really are the cure for all that ails you. You can find more information about each episode and more podcasts at thehorsecure.com and by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 